Bam, we're live. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. So today the guest is supposed to be Ian Gary. Damn, I'm mellow this morning. I don't know if mellow is the right word. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm volatile like a like a volcano. Or like a space shuttle sitting on the launch pad. Maybe I don't I just seem calm. Ready to explode. Anyway, anyway, 7.01 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the guest this morning was supposed to be uh, Ian Gary. I thought I was 100% certain he wasn't going to show up uh, because of the lack of comms as we approached the podcast. And then just now, I think this is his agent. I got an email from her. And I, I sent her a link to the podcast 10 minutes ago. And I said, we go live in 10 minutes. That was kind of my way of bullying. And to show the severity of the situation, I also let her know that we had 800,000 downloads last month and that I was excited to introduce her to the Sevon podcast audience. That was me. So first a little bully, like we go live in 10 minutes and then a little flex, bam. Um, and she wrote back, thank you. His agent, Sophie, did. So I keep expecting, now I'm like, shit, is he going to pop on? And then to be honest with you, that scares the shit out of me because that means I have to be on my A game if I'm going to have a guest as opposed to just talking to you guys. Oh, Nelly. <sighs> Deep breath, Sevy. Uh, if you have any problems, any anxiety, any issues that you think are so, so pressing that they need immediate attention, what's up, Jamal? Um, you should do a hundred burpees to start with and see if those problems will go away. Don't eat anything with added sugar. Don't eat refined carbohydrates. Why? Because those things suppress your immune system. Amongst other things, they do horrible shit for you. Well, I'm going to put um, a little marker here in the book in case Ian does pop on and I have my questions ready for him. Um, we're going to start off this morning with... Pfizer has this new commercial. And it says that um, that kids who take the uh, injection who are between the ages of 5 and 11 are superheroes. I want to emphasize to you that that is not true. First of all, there's no such thing as superheroes. So you shouldn't be telling kids if they take an injection that they'll become a superhero. There are no superheroes. Anything you do to try to make yourself a superhero as a human being only makes you mo more vulnerable to other things. Let me give you an example. You want to be the fastest car in the world that does 200 miles an hour? You want to be an indie car? You are now the fastest car in the world. Okay, but guess what? You can't handle a pothole. Same with the Tour de France guys. You want to win the Tour de France? But you can't do three pull-ups and your immune system is so compromised because of how hard you pushed your body and you live on goose sticks and EPO. So... To tell kids that you will be a superhero if you take the injection is just a blatant lie. Don't lie to your kids. Don't do any of that stuff. Insanity. 
Next thing I saw yesterday that was a little bit frustrating, more than frustrating, disappointing, uh, is I saw that the director of the CDC, um, the woman, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, uh, a beautiful woman, black, dark black hair, probably in her 50s, just spews nonsense from that opening uh, on her face that is often called a mouth. Um, she said that the, 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 the injection is 91% effective for kids, effective in the prevention of infection. So I want, Sevon, you are rocking the whole Kogan stash. Is that what that is? Um, I, I, I want to look up the word infection for you guys. Infection. Before I, before I read the definition, and I haven't looked it up yet myself, um, I want to tell you that I'm pretty sure that um, the, the, um, the effectiveness for infection from the injection is 0%, and everyone knows that already, that there's actually no stopping of infection. And yet she said yesterday that there's a 91% effectiveness in the um, stopping of infection. It's, it's weird. It's like people can just use words now and it doesn't even matter what they mean or what they're trying to communicate. It's, 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 it's a weird one. Um, the, the purpose of words is for communication, whether it's to manipulate people, lie to people, but it's for communication. The way I like to use them is for effective communication. What does that mean? Effective so it's me to, to tell you something. I guess their their definition of effective communication is to manipulate and get whatever they want. So infection is the first definition is the invasion of bodily tissue by pathogenic microorganisms that proliferate, resulting in tissues injury that can progress to disease. I don't know what half those words mean, but I'm going to go tell you that the injection does not, does not stop you. It is not 91% effective. It's 0% effective. They've already said that. It does not stop the infection from spreading. That's not the purpose of it. Uh, the second definition of infection is the entry or placement as by injection of a microorganism or infectious agent into a cell or tissue. The third definition is in the uh, an instance of being infected. Yeah, I don't know how she can say that the injection is 91% effective against infection when we, when once you look up the word definition of the word infection, we've all established WHO, Fauci, her in the past, that is actually 0% effective against infection. Don't, just sucks how much lying there is, how much misleading. Just be honest. Just tell us exactly what it does. When, when to, to, to be a cowboy, I wonder what the definition of a cowboy is, but, but let's say you want, let, I don't think anyone, um, I don't think just because you dress like a cowboy, you're a cowboy. What do I mean by that? I mean, they wear those clothes for a certain reason. Those guys put on a hat in the morning for a certain reason. I don't know what it is to keep the sun off of them. They put on cowboy boots for a reason. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but, um, I'm pretty sure. For some of them, it's so they don't get bit by snakes or rattlesnakes or that the things that are out there in the brush or in the wild don't hurt their feet. They're thick. They're leather. They protect their feet. Um, they wear those chaps. I don't know why, but there's a reason for those leather chaps. All th those spurs they wear, they're, I think that they're to kick the horse and like get the horse to um, move forward. Everything in their outfit, the gun that they have, the, the lasso, they all have a purpose. That purpose is not to convince people that they're a cowboy that is not the purpose of those things 
that the, the it, it, incidentally, if someone ha- if that's if they're wearing all of those things, we know that they have a certain job, and and, and we kind of surmise or put all of that under the heading of cowboy. But you are not a cowboy if you just put those things on. Those are just a correlate, a signifier. Those are some of the properties or elements that let us know, okay, that person's a cowboy. Do you guys get what I'm saying? If you wear all of that shit and just lay down in bed, you're not a cowboy. Do you guys know where I'm going with this? It was like that when I was a hippie in college. There were those of us... Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you for saving me. Here we go. Raphael, good morning. Oh, no, 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 no. Raphael, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Hey, hey, Savon, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. I'm, I can't tell if I'm mellow or if I'm just super aggro. Nah, it does. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, either way, man. Thanks thank for taking you. my call. Yeah, sure. Thanks hey, for calling. Hey, did you? You saved the show. I sent you some. Oh, yeah, I hear you. Um, did you did you get some pictures on your on your Instagram that I sent you yesterday? Um, those ones of your I wife. Really to do the thing. Those ones of your wife. No, bro, it wasn't oh. my wife. I'm oh. I'm not married. Stop. Oh, darn. <laughs> no, I have you was, confused uh, with someone else. My bad. No, man, I sent you some pictures uh, of the uh, of the Rogue Invitational. Oh yes, uh, after. yes, that was yeah. a great story. You Thank that? you. That Dude, was sweet. that was great, right? Yeah, you wanted to go ahead and tell the story. Tell the story. That's a great. Well, story. Well, it's not. I mean, it's not. It, 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 it was because it was funny because the fan wanted uh, Justin to go ahead and sign her towel, and just you know, Valner and I mean, I was right there. It was so funny, and uh, he's like, "Well, we should all sign a towel." She's like, "Sure." So they used Justin's back, and they all signed using, you know, Justin's back and it was like three or four of them. Um, man, I was, I was dying and we looking and then, uh, Velma signed the last or something and he threw it back to the lady. So everybody started chatting. What about Justin? What about Justin? And then he's like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. It was fun. I actually took screenshots of it on my phone. Uh, and for some reason I can't air yeah. to my computer and show people. Yeah. That was a great story. I appreciated all the pictures. I appreciate it. Yeah. I just, I just figured that was something that, you know, fans back home didn't get to see. So I just thought that you find that you know pretty cool. Yeah. That's a sweet story. Hey, um, you sound like a, um, a friend of mine, um, who lives in Homa, Louisiana. Okay. I live, I, I'm, I actually live in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. One time when yeah. I was visiting, we went to New Orleans. He needed to see like a surgeon because he was having some wrist issues. So, so it's close. It's close to Louisiana. It's close to New Orleans, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, about, you know, 30, you know, 40 minute ride. Ah, cool. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, I appreciate dude. it. Hey, um, so your, you, your name is Raphael. That's right. What, what are you? What ethnicity are you? Uh, I was born in Puerto Rico, and uh, I've been living in New Orleans since I was uh, five. Uh, so I'm I'm 46 now. So you do the math. Are, do your and, parents uh, have the same accent that you do? Do they have that Louisiana accent? No, uh, they they again. I came here when I was very young, so uh, they still have the Spanish accent. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, cool. I I I developed more of the of the local type. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you don't sound like a Raphael. 
No, man, look, I just want to let you know that I'm a, I'm an avid crossfitter. Uh, you know, I've been doing it for eight years. I'm a coach also at my local gym and, you know, I love your show and, uh, you know, I love, I love everything you do, all the questions you ask, and I think you're awesome, dude. Thank you. I'm just a guy who judges people by the sound of their voice and the and their name. <laughs> I just try to connect their name to their voice. All good, man. All good. I I, I really appreciate you. Yeah, you thanks for sharing call. that story. I really did enjoy that. You guys, he sent me like five pictures in a sequence. It was like a comic strip of basically Justin and Pat Vellner um, standing there and then someone throwing them something to sign and then they all sign it and then they throw it back and then they forget. And then the person who was originally supposed to sign it, which was uh, Justin Medeiros, didn't sign it. So, And he had pictures and he, he basically described the whole scene. I really enjoyed that. I felt like I was there. Thank you. And I actually thought about putting it on the show, but uh, as you can see, I can't figure out how to get the pictures on my uh, computer right now. No, man, it's all good. I just, I just, uh, I saw, I saw that you went live and, uh, I said, man, let me call this dude and see if he answers the phone. Yeah, so. thanks, man. Yeah, you saved the show. Um, people are going to have to listen to me talk for the next hour. I hope a lot of people call in so they don't have to just hear me talk. <laughs> cool, bro. Thank you, man. All right, have a good day. You too. Bye. Later. Ooh. You know when you're, you know when, you know when you're uh, like talking to someone and, and like you're kind of like listening to yourself at the same time talking, you're like, who is this guy? I really just do not feel like myself this morning. Not in a bad way. It just, I'm just, uh, just don't, don't feel like me. Uh, this is a hat, um, that, well, obviously it's a hat that who sent this to me? It's for the Godwads. Oh, look, another caller for the Godwads uh, competition. Oh, holy cow. There's a, there's a bunch of people calling now. Ease up, ease up guys. One at a time, one at a time, one at a time. You could, everyone be cool. Shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't got you on yet. Good morning. Good morning. You're on. Okay, you're not on. Okay, you're on. Okay, you're not on. I'm on? Yeah, you're on. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm weird. Oh, I was... uh, I'm not always weird, just this morning. Go ahead. Yeah, I was the, uh, the guy who kept an eye on Brian for you while he was at the cross game. Oh, Make sure he had friends. Thank you. And you sent some photos? Yes. Yeah, now he's popular as shit, and I can't even get him on the show. I've created a monster. I know. Created a monster. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he's grown up so fast. He's got, uh, he's got like, rumors of him and Danielle Brandon. He's got, like, hair. He's got, like, followers. I mean, he's just, he was bald before he met me. What would you do if he uh, made his own podcast? Him and John should make their own podcast and cover this shit. Like I was just explaining to those guys the other day. I was like, hey, listen, I would not – if those if those guys weren't – like I'd do it just because those guys c- can do it. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something around it, – it, I'm thinking, trying to think of something. It's too early to be crass, but I can't think of another example. It's like my penis. I wouldn't rub it if I didn't have it. It's like if I did like if I didn't have those guys, I, I I I wouldn't do those shows. I would probably wait like every night and then just like try to get one athlete on and talk to them. You know what I mean about what their mom and dad did to them as little kids that makes them push so hard and want to win the rogue games or rogue whatever that thing is called. But because those guys are just obsessed with it, I just enjoy kind. I'm basically just a conductor who's jealous that I can't play. Yeah, I'm a conductor who's just jealous I can't play an instrument, and those guys can play an instrument. So I just like wave a stick around and pretend like I'm contributing. I think though there's like there's enough of that in this space where it's just people talking about I don't know 
how many reps you can do in a minute. Whereas your podcast, it's a little bit of both. You get the aha moments that you provide. And then, I don't know, John and Brian to keep you on task. Right. I mean, there has to be other people who are like, holy shit, Danielle Brandon's hot as fuck. Or, oh my God, can can Annie's body be any more amazing? I think I you mean, lost me. Oh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, there, I'm driving. So. Okay, there, there has to be. Uh, the only thing that I contribute is just the superficial <laughs> observations, like, "Oh my God, the grass looks so nice," or "Oh, that hill looks steeper." Oh my God, Danielle Brandon's body can't get any better. Or, God damn, I wish I had these body. Like, I'm not contributing. Yeah, I'm not contributing. Um, uh, I guess maybe when I talk, it gives them a break to reset and say some other shit. But, but, but everyone, everyone, anyone could do what I do. It's not like I'm thinking of anything profound. Yeah, that's fair. I just get jacked I, uh, up on I coffee agree. and go. I listened to, I just came from listening to the uh, the news episode, the most recent one with Hobart. Uh, I appreciated the, the What is Fitness rant. I loved it. it, it uh, remind me, I, I'm, it, that, that one, uh, I, I scared myself and I'm blocking to, that show out. You, you were talking about um, the app that was about to be released with all the content. For the journal. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. When I was the director of media, we were going to release the OTT so everyone could have the entire journal on their TV set. And now you can't even find the journal. Yeah, it's nuts. It's it's an absolutely yeah. bizarro word. I've started reading uh, a couple of articles more when I'm in classes that I don't want to pay attention to at school. I'll just start looking through the journal, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. Oh, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. Greg Glassman, the gift that Greg Glassman, Glassman gave us is uh, it's it, it's nuts. And it rallied some really, really great, great people to also contribute. I mean, it ended up just becoming just such a, an amazing thing. Hey, I took some. Cre- are, are you watching or just listening? I'm, I'm just talking to you right now. I'm, I'm driving from Indiana to Minnesota. So I'm listening to stuff on podcasts all day. I got the hopper one queued up next. I, uh, I took some creatine and arginine yesterday, so I'm seeing if I look a little bit more swole. I found it like some old-ass creatine and arginine that I had, and I took it, and, and I actually had a pretty crazy workout. And then afterwards, um, my wife saw that I took that. She's like, that shit's like 10 years old. I'm like, I think it's so good. Yeah, I feel some, of Ricky, some of Ricky stuff. I feel a little more. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm not, I don't want any prostate issues, prostate issues. Yeah, no, can't have any of that. Well, uh, thanks for calling. What did you call for originally? Oh, what if Brian? What do you think if Brian and John started their own podcast? I think they'd be great at it. It would, ju- and, and you wouldn't have to listen to my shit interject. You could just be like, okay, like they could do everything that we do, like in twenty minutes. It, it would be something. I, I would enjoy it. But I, I think I think this is a staple. I got I got one question before uh, before I go. Okay, I'm, hold on. Five- I'm putting my finger on the hang up button. I'm going to pretend like we got disconnected. If it's a bad question. Okay, uh, is the 500 podcast the goal kind of similar to the 10,000 hours rule? Like, is it just you want to put the reps in? Um, I don't really know. I think it's just because I want an out. I'm not, okay. re- I'm not really sure, but I think it's that I want an out in case, like, in case for some reason I'm not fulfilled by it. Or maybe I just need, maybe I just need that so that I'm not, um, 
I'm pretty obsessive. And so maybe I just need that to wake up every morning and do the show. Like, so for instance, this morning we had a huge guest on and they confirmed that they were coming on. I mean, huge in my mind, it would be our fucking biggest guest ever. And uh, because in my big, I mean, I would be the most excited to have them on. It's Ian Gary. He's seven and oh, he's cage warriors champion. He fight, he fights in the UFC on Saturday um, at, at Madison square garden. And, um, and he no showed, but I have to do a show. I don't want to sit up here and just talk by my fucking self, but I have to do it because I'm, I'm on route to 500. Do you know, like sometimes you drive when you're tired? Yeah. Why do you ask that question? Why do you think, why do you ask the question? I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Uh, like I, I'm in a class right now. Basically they talked about the 10,000 hour rule and I was upset by it because the original study they did was a little like faulty and they were already picking from talented people. They did it with uh, violin players at like a school for violin players. And from there, the, like the, the people that put 10,000 hours more were the ones that were the best. But, uh, there was a pretty big, I don't know. The, the study was all off. So basically it's talking about, well, were those people already gifted and then they just worked more. I don't know. I was just wondering. I'm really torn on the gifted thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm because part, like I read balance and I read range and part of me thinks that there is no such thing as talent, but I have three boys and I'm around a lot of kids. And I think some is, and I see there's just a difference. There's just like some kids are just really good at some shit and the way they move and talk and think it's like, it's, it's, it's uh, one in it, like one of the biggest discrepancies between my kids is the amount of time they spend between their ears. One of my boys spends so much time in his head and in, in one of the, in the twins, one of them is like, spends a lot of time in his imagination. And the other one is like out in the world, just mashing shit. And it's such yeah. a trip. It's such a different way to interact with the world. To be in your head versus not in your head. Yeah, I uh, I play college across and coach lacrosse. Okay, and they're really. I mean, like, I I think talent is like, plays a huge part of it, but in the end, you have to have the hardworking part of it too. Because right. no matter how talented you are in high school, when you go to the next level, if you don't have work ethic, it's going to chew you up and spit you out. Right. Uh, how about how about this on, on a really superficial level um uh my son avi's so tight i'm looser than he is i can do my i get closer to the splits than him i have a better overhead squat position than him my chest is more open than his and and yet my twins they can they can they're crazy limber splits back bends they fucking do it all right i mean that's i i think that's i think that's um you choose any word you want. Let's just use talent or, or yeah, let's just use talent. I mean, that, that makes them more talented by, by a certain metric. Right. And and that means they're born with that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think, have you ever, I don't think Avi could ride on the back of an elephant. He's so tight. Like his legs wouldn't open up wide enough. Yeah. yeah I think, it, I think that's just the physiology he, uh, he got. I mean, there, yeah. there is with that, you get the shit end of the stick. Uh, physiologically so so maybe that was your genes there i don't know but no i think i'm more limber than my wife to be honest i'm more limber than my wife watch it hey what where does i wonder where that term comes from the shit end of the stick i think it's 
the same uh, same end as the scar of Hobart's butt. Ah, yes, yes, yes. He got the shit end of the the cigar. (laughs) That's really a great story, and I've told it a hundred times, and I think I've ruined it every time. I just don't have the patience to tell that one. It's too long. (laughs) It it is a long one. Yeah. Uh, Please don't agree with me. Well, thank you. Uh, Yeah, 500. I think I'll make it to 500. I feel pretty good about it. I think you will, too. Yeah. I'm excited. All right, dude. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Where were we before I was so rudely rudely interrupted? Oh, shoot. I invited my mom to come to the skate park with us this morning. She said she can't. She's waiting for a delivery. My mom is either doing three things at all times when she can't do something with me. She only has – my mom has four activities in her life. Go to the gym. uh, Have some sort of, like, doctor's appointment, like acupuncture or some shit like that. Or she's waiting for a delivery at her house. I don't know who the fuck waits for a delivery. And the fourth is spend time with me. Those are the four. My mom like rotates between those four things. Jamal, what's up, brother? Uh, good morning, Savan. How are you? Good. Oh, shoot. Another caller, too. Sorry. sorry, I'm talking to Jamal. See that? See how you rank? Oh, man, that makes me feel special. Dude, you're in bed still. You're calling, oh, me, yeah. you're calling me while you're lying down. I can hear it in your voice. Oh, definitely. Please keep your hands above the covers while you're talking to me. That's going to be hard, but I will not make any promises. (laughs) (laughs) I had a question for you. Uh, What is the moment that sticks out the most from you doing the media for the games? Uh, What immediately popped in my head is how nice everyone is to me. Even the people like now that I just t- like horrendously talk shit about him, so frustrated with, like, like Katrin, like so so nice to me. Ben Bergeron, so nice to me. Uh, Rich Froning, so nice to me. Josh Bridges, so nice to me. Travis May, like the how nice the athletes are to me. Oh, okay. And then the second thing is how tight the ship is run. Like you would not believe everything is perfect. That thing is running to uh to a t to the second to the minute like you see dave castro's military i don't know uh uh pedigree in that how the how the volunteers move um it's uh it's nuts it's nuts uh third thing um how how nice everyone is i don't know if it's still like that I don't know if it's still like that. I don't want to. I don't want to rip on Monster Energy drink, but I don't know if it's still like that. If you're going to get that Arnold Classic, uh, Mister Universe crowd in there, those dudes are, are douches. Um, it, 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 they just are douches. And um, when I was there, the CrossFit Games was kind of the place that, like, maybe like your 13 year old son or your 13 year old daughter could run around freely and maybe get like their first kiss under the bleachers with like some other family that brought their kid there and there was no risk of them like smoking weed for the first time there not that i'm opposed to that even though i am opposed to it but i don't want it to seem like i'm bagging on people who smoke weed but it was a wholesome family event that whole camping thing man the games are great man the games are great if greg wanted it to be the woodstock of fitness he wasn't interested in it being a competition so how, how's that Any, anything else it, did it that yeah, I mean, just I think what it is also is like with your first answer with how nice the games athletes are. Well, 
I think it's just your honesty. When you find somebody who is just truly honest and speaks openly about their views or what they feel, they know it's not a mask. They don't, they know it's not a front of who you think you are. You know, you're very truthful in yourself. And regardless of if, like you said, if you talk shit about them or not, they know that it isn't something that you would say to their face or behind their back. Right. I also don't want to, I don't want to alienate people either. Um, like, like just because I don't, um, uh, let me phrase it. I, I'm interested in, in, in what other people think and their thoughts. Like, like, uh, like the whole God thing. Like it's fat. It's fascinating to me that people, or, or anytime anyone believes anything that's, um, that's borderline, not real. Like, 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 like any ideas, right? Bigfoot. Like I'm fascinated. Like how did that, how, how is there an idea in your head that's so strong that you'll believe it even though you can't see it? It's, right. a, tri- it's a trip. Holding on to reality is not easy. I mean, most people don't do it. And uh, the last thing I want to ask is, uh, do you think you'll ever go back to the CrossFit games? No, I don't. Right, no. right now, if you ask me, I don't think I'll ever even get on a plane again. I don't think I'll. I, I can't even see myself ever. the The only way I can see myself going anywhere is if my kids wanted to do it. So if like my kids are young now, but let's say in in a couple of years, my son's like, "Oh my god, the greatest skate park in the world is in Utah," I'll be like, "Oh fuck," and I'll jump in my car and I'll put them in there and I'll drive them there. But other than that, I I, I um. Or unless they, they, they come up, unless, I know some of you are going to think this is absolutely batshit crazy, but uh, crazier shit has happened in the last two years. If, if they start rounding us up, um, I'll leave, I, I would move too. If they start um, doing anything crazy like that. If they start, if, if the, but, but it looks like, it looks like the Nazis are, um, and I use that term affectionately, um, it looks like they're, 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 they're losing ground. It looks like it's not. It's starting to not be okay to to uh, to judge people based on the color of their skin, whether they get the injection or not, or what they eat, or how tall they are. It looks like that's losing. It's losing a little ground here. I hope I'm not getting overzealous. I don't want to take my guard down. Yeah, I completely understand that. Can I read you something that someone sent me this morning? Go for it. Actually, I, no one sent it to me. I saw it on Instagram. Hold on. I took a screenshot of it. I. I thought it was so cool. Where is it? Oh, shoot. Where is it? Do you watch UFC, Jamal? Uh, from time to time, yeah. I don't follow it too heavily. Oh, darn it. Maybe I didn't. Um, like, so you don't pay for it? No. Um, there was, it, I, I thought I took a screenshot of it, but it was a post saying, Damn. It was a post saying that there's only that, that you shouldn't see the world between you shouldn't look at the world between um, race, gender, sexual preference. There's a whole list of shit. You should see the rate the world between fools and not fools. And the fools are the one who see the world based on uh, race, gender, sexuality, all that shit. And I just thought, oh, yeah, that's such a better way to like to think of it. It, it it was eloquent i screwed it all up it's okay i uh, are you I'll really in bed are you really in bed 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely in bed. That's awesome. What kind of phone are you using? Are you an Android guy? No, iPhone. Oh, good. I like you even more. But um, the other day, uh, I forgot which podcast you were doing, but I'm trying to find reasons was... not to like you because you're in bed. I don't want to be. I don't want to like get too cozy with you if you're a dude in bed. But like iPhone, uh, that's why I was hoping you were listen, using an Android so I could like put a wedge of dislike between us. Yes. Nope. <laughs> you do you have but, flannel um, sheets? I hate flannel sheets. Do you have flannel sheets? No. Wait, oh. say it again. Do you have flannel sheets? I hate flannel sheets. No flannel sheets. Uh oh. But uh, I was—I forgot which podcast it was. But you had said, uh, "Imagine being born into the world, and you have somebody that says everything in this world you can do except for say one word." Yeah, yeah. And I had I had that actually had that conversation with one of my friends, and he was like. It really kind of like what you said. He had that moment where, for a split second, he like woke up and was like, "Hey, you know, that isn't." You know, he was saying like nobody should be able to say that word. But as I explained to him, I was like, "It's just like people in Australia, you know, given the same thing that you said. It's like people in Australia who use the word cunt. It's like over there is perfectly normal and natural, but over here is seen as a bad thing, right? But." I told her I felt like we're so far gone with how this word has been said and used that, you know, it's no longer to be able to go back and not to say like to just use it freely all the time. But, you know, I don't see how there would be a way for it to be like the word cut in Australia. You know, I, I just just to be clear, I, I, the guest was Lee Cavelli, and he's a rapper from North Carolina, and he released a song that said, um, "Let the white kids say nigga." And right. what was tripping me out, and and it came to me like in in just like instantly right before he came on the air, and I was even a little, I mean, to be honest, I was a lot of a lot of scared, a lot of scared to say it. Um, uh, the, the thought though, but 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 it, but it just, the idea came to me. How what if I was born on? I'm talking to in, in Lee Cavelli's black, right? So I'm talking to this black guy and i say to him it reminds me um sorry i'm going to digress here for a second there's a guy named kyle maynard he has no arms and no legs and he stood up in front of all these military guys at the um at who had who had been like hurt in the war like lost limbs and shit right and he gets up there and he goes i feel sorry for all of you and it's like holy shit and he goes because i was born like this you motherfuckers like lost limbs. I never even knew what it was like to have a limb. I feel sorry for you. You lost a limb, so you lost something. And it's a really powerful thing. So, so there's this black guy. And I'm like, um, hey, can you imagine being born into onto a planet where there's a word that if someone else says, it's supposed to trigger you to want to fight them or kill them? I mean, we should not do that to human beings. It, 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 that in itself is oppressive that we're maintaining the, the, the validity of that word. Now, I also agree with you, like you shouldn't just be saying it, but Kendrick Lamar cannot invite a white woman onto the stage, sing a song where the word niggas in it, and then she says it and chastise her. Like all I listen to NWA, niggas with attitudes on repeat 50,000 times. I bought eight, eight of their cassettes because they kept fucking like getting destroyed because I listened to them so much. And it's like, well, like I, I want words to have meaning, but I also like they, they shouldn't have the the power over melanated people the way they do because in the end it's just enforcing the difference. Yeah, I, I'm. I, it, 
but you're the first person who's ever talked to me about it. No one wants to talk about it. Everyone's scared of it. And I kind of, I don't blame yeah. them being scared about it. No one wants to be canceled. Are you black? Oh, yeah. I am. Well, yeah, you can talk about it. That's what we need, too. We need black people who are willing to let white people come out of. The, I know this is crazy. I'm going to yell that for this. The white people fucking the, the oppression people are the ones that need fucking help. The black people need to make it OK. Uh, it, it's the same thing with the fat, with the obese people. My wife's told me to stop calling them fat because it's not helping. But the obese people need to like talk about they need to make it okay to talk about being obese and, and, and compromising their immune system. And that's, what's really going on here. And not the fact that we need the injection, but the fact that we need healthier pe people. It doesn't help when fucking CrossFitters are saying it. You get me all yeah. riled, riled up. So, sorry. So was your friend black but, that I you mean, said this to? Like, was your friend black that you said this to? Yeah. I said it to one of my black friends and one of my white friends. At the same time, yeah. they were both there. Like you made them feel all uncomfortable and shit. Yeah. Oh, no, it was two separate times. Oh. But, of course, the response is, you know, very different because just like what my wife said, like, pretty much my best friend, like, we have gone through all kinds of stuff together. And as we talked about it, you know, he was, I can see him being uncomfortable with it because it's made to be, it's not made to be to make somebody feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, because of everything in the world, nobody is, you know, if it was up to the world, nobody would be able to say, you know, can, or, or, or how about afraid. everyone? What if, what if you could make, what if you could make that? What if you had a wish in a genie lamp? What if you had the power to make that word just uh, just like not mean what it means not carry not carry the psychological weight implications like like it's like it's like when i see someone's turkish i have this deep visceral reaction because of how i was raised right i'm armenian and we had the genocide and there was a guy there's a guy who listens to the show named met and i love it because i just love the fact that i have to deal with that that brainwashing that i had as a kid about turkish people i want to have to deal with that but what if what if you could erase that I bet you a ton of black people wouldn't want to erase that because even our own pains we hold on to. I mean, people hold on to their pain more than their goodness. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's become it's become like who we are. We're attached to it. We don't want to let it go. I it, I don't want to let go of the fact that I'm Armenian. I'm offended by the fact of what the Turkish people did to, to Armenians. It's who I am. Fuck me. That's no way to live your life. That's not fun. I'm so much happier when I'm not like that. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that's like my daughter. She like my How old's your daughter? She is uh, 14 months. Oh, 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 I think I've, we've talked about this before. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. But like my wife, she's white. Um, she's white. She's white and she's um, Argentinian. And it's like with my daughter growing up, she's going to have a diverse family. But, you know just like whenever she has the mark one day or well, if they still keep this but like if they have the mark one day oh are you white are you black it's like what is what is that going to do like how how does that play a part because with i would say with my generation i'm 25 you see a lot of a lot of kids with mixed nationalities and races so it's like, what are, 
what do they expect them to do in the future? It's like, do we all just have to go along and say, like, but I want to be at this time? Or, you know, if it's going to look better on a certain application, if I say I'm this color, depending on the place of work. Jamal, Jamal, there's someone else calling and my phone says, no, no, you're, we're going to keep talking, but my phone says Walmart. Like they're like, it's like, it's Walmart calling me (laughs) anyway. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. Go on, go on. Sorry. I'm going to interrupt her. Sorry. Oh yeah. Well, but I'll finish this off because I know there's other people that want to call, but you know, I just do feel like, you know, race is just, it's gone. To a place where I don't think it should have gone, in my opinion. You know, I, you know, I love everybody the same. I have friends that are every nationality. I have friends that are racist that are still friends with me because they know that I will speak the truth of whatever the situation is. Yeah. You know? Can you imagine they have to? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yes. Please but call. Re- like, please call regularly. We have we have a lot to talk about. Oh, people need to hear us talk. Oh yeah, we might have to schedule that one day. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, where do you but, live? Yeah, where's like, home? Where's home for you? Uh, Texas, uh, Houston. So you're still in bed at nine forty-two. What do you work the graveyard? Uh, yeah, I work uh, ten p.m. to six a.m. <laughs> oh, now I'm starting to think like we have talked before. And and what's your job? What's your vocation? Uh, I work with a guy that broke his neck. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have talked. I'm so sorry, Jamal. My, I, no, I talk- can't keep shit straight. I, we have talked. No. You talked to many people, so I don't, I don't hold it against you. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, keep me posted. I'm glad you shared that with some friends. It's, 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 it's an interesting idea to be trapped by words, right? It's, it's not, course. it's not fun. No, I completely agree. But. Have a good day. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. right. Sweet dreams. Sevan, in your travels, have you gone to Turkey? I actually, so I, one time I was in uh, Lebanon um, and uh, my dad and I drove from Lebanon all the way through Syria to Turkey. And we actually visited the village that my entire family the matosians were in when the turks came to slit their throats and where my family escaped from and those turkish people in that town were so freaking nice and i went and even i went to the house where my grandparents lived where my i think it was my grandfather specifically lived and um those people let me into the house and when i say it's a house that's a stretch it was basically it was like something like from Lord of the Rings. It was just made of stone. And then the town still all gathered around a well to get one like community well to get water. And But the people were so nice. That, and, and I had a blast when I was in Turkey. And I had a blast when I was in Syria and um, some of the most beautiful landscapes in the world. Hey, what's up, brother? How are you? What's up, man? Darn, I was hoping I was wrong. I was hoping I was going to go, what's up, brother? And she's going to, the voice is going to be like, hi, Sevan. This is Allison. No, How are you? No. No. <laughs> no, sorry, you know, sorry to ruin your day. Just some cock and no, balls to, wants to talk about fighting. Just some cock and balls wants to talk about fighting. I need to know your picks. Uh, I want to know your picks. Oh, hold on, I'm going to bring up the UFC 
schedule. Now we're gonna lose all the follow. All the we're gonna listen. Lose all thirty eight. Everyone's gonna go now. Yeah, fuck them. Hold on. Uh oh, shoot. My my computer uses DuckDuckGo. That sucks because when you use Google and you type in UFC schedule, it gives it to you beautifully. So let me go to Google. We'll just talk about the main three then: Gaethje, Chandler, um, Rose, and then Usman versus Colby. But how about how about Ian? How about Ian Gary? That guy who's in the early prelims. Do, do you know who that is? He was supposed to be my guest today. I don't know much about him, but I saw when I saw his name on here, I wanted to start looking into him. I'm actually at work, so I haven't had a lot of chance to look into him, but I do want to check him out. So he's the Cage Warriors champion, so he's the guy. Um, Cage Warriors is like the, I guess, the preeminent like fighting league in Europe. He's their welterweight right. champion, and he's seven and zero. Oh. Anyway, and he was fighting, and I was so I've been following him for a few, like, I don't know six months, and I was so excited to have him on the show. These UFC fighters, man, they're the, though the UFC fighters and Danielle Brandon are the only people who've ever flaked on me. Yeah, MMA fighters in general, they uh, they set a schedule and then it tends to fall through. My brother fights MMA, so I kind of know how how it works. Uh, we've actually spoke before. I actually talked to you this morning through Instagram. Oh, you did. I gave you that story about Colby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's so funny you say that because I was just gonna tell you that story like it was mine. Damn it! <laughs> I should let you go through with it and then tell you. Uh, so I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read what you sent me this morning to the group. Um, for those of you guys who don't know who aren't fight fans, there's a huge fight this weekend. It's UFC 268 on the main card is Camaro Camaro Usman, and I and it just sounds so cheesy to say this, but because it just like feels like every week but he's arguably the greatest fighter in the ufc right now and he's fighting colby colby covington who's an amazing fighter um and, and he's quite brash but he has a work ethic that seems uh second to none so it's hard not to like him and then the, on the undercard or below them um there's these two women fighting and this one woman is so amazing her name is rose namahunas do you pronounce it? The, Nama Yunus. I don't know. I say Nama Yunus. Nama Yunus. And she's so she amazing. Whatever. Even if you're not a fight fan, you should see this. You should see the way she moves. She's, uh, there's been nothing like her, I don't think, in the UFC, man or woman. Um, maybe, maybe Max Holloway. I, I don't know. She's so good. Um, and then, and then I'm seeing here, um, tell me your name. Who are you talking about? My name? Yeah. My name is John. John. And then, John, did you see this? Gaethje and Chandler fight first. Yeah, so they're doing that because of Gaethje's coach. He actually has um, three fighters. So he has Gaethje, then he has Rose, and then he has Usman. And so... Trevor Trevor Whitman, what, right? Trevor Whitman? Trevor Whitman, right. I'm just showing off. So I'm I think what off. the deal is, he wants to walk out with Gaethje. Then I think he's going to walk out with Rose. And I think what it's plan is is he's not going to walk out with Usman but he will corner him but I think that he's just going to stay out there but I think to avoid staying out there for all three so that he can go back and warm up with Rose is I think what the plan is Um, I'm not 100% sure this guy Trevor Whitman correct me if I'm wrong John he only has three athletes he's like at the top of the food chain for coaches and all three of them are fighting in the main card it's well, nuts. it's crazy because Usman went because Usman was already dominant. I think Usman lost like his very first pro fight. I think he got, I think he got choked out. I believe in his very first fight, 
but then he just kept being a dominant wrestler, which being choked out as a wrestler, some wrestlers do that. They wrestle themselves into a chokehold. But I think that when it comes to Usman, he was such a boring fighter. He had that persona of he's going to push up against the cage. He's going to foot stomp you. He's going to drag you around. Then he got with Trevor, and then all of a sudden you see him progressing into who he is and knocking out like someone like Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, not just knocking him out. I mean, he put him unconscious. Like it was one of the nastiest knockouts I've ever seen, and he changed his whole style around. So I think that's his focus is to have less athletes, but really focus in on them, and you see what he's doing. I mean, his offensive strategy that he puts into play, if you just watch Gaethje, Rose, and Usman, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. What is he putting into place? Can you articulate it? I don't honestly, I don't even know. I think he's just focusing on where you should be. I want to say it's angles because if you watch when Usman fights, for example, he's always had power, but he'd stand in front of people. And so instead, he's teaching them more of the fundamentals of get your head and get your body off that line of being punched back. And so he's teaching them, okay, you know, I need to get to this angle. I need to get to this angle and land those shots. Like if you watch the shot that he landed against Masvidal, you watch that angle he caught on. Same thing with Colby. You know, he got on Colby's side and was able to hit him with the shot that Colby says didn't break his jaw, but we all know it did. And he lands these shots, you know, same thing with Rose. Rose found that angle to be able to land that kick um, the last fight. And I personally think she knocks her out again this fight. You know what I mean? Like, to that, me, were you scared is, that last fight for Rose? Like, were you just like, oh, shit, this lady, this Chinese lady's so good. And then when she yeah, won, you were like, wow. Yeah, that when Rose kicked her and knocked her out, I was just like, I've always loved Rose. That's who I wanted to win that fight. And, but I was like, nah, she, this girl's a tank that she's fighting. And I just think that Rose is too far in over her head. And then she landed that kick. And I was like, okay, she hey, got it. She, go did, did Rose ever get a rematch with Andrage after Andrage dropped her on her head? I don't think so. I don't think no, so I don't either. Think so. I want to see that again. I want Rose to mash her. Yeah, I think I'll be honest with you watching it because I went back and watched that fight a couple of times that first fight and you see that Rose was crushing her. Rose was was putting on a clinic, dude. It was so lopsided. Yeah, and then but then Andrade got the slam and when she's slamming her, you could tell that that was taking a toll on Rose. Knocked her out cold, right? Yeah, and I think if they fight again, I I think Rose could actually put her out. Um, I, I think that she could land the shot or at least rock her to where she could get her down and, and possibly submit her, which would be hard to do. But anyone, even a black belt, if they're rocked, can't really defend, you know, I, submission being rocked. I, I wonder if what Rose would look like standing next to, Sh- next to Shevchenko. I wonder what she looks like. Hey, and Shevchenko is feeling froggy, man. Everything, every press conference she does, she's fucking poking the beast with uh, Nunez. She is poking yeah, Nunez. But- I think that they need to run that fight. And I think that either one of two things needs to happen. Amanda either needs to come down to her or they need to meet at a catchweight and just say, neither titles up for grabs. or We're just going to fight for goat status of women. Yeah. Because 
I, I know people say want to say Ronda, people want to say Cyborg, but you can't wow. say Cyborg when Amanda just dismantled her. Um, it's Nunez, even though Shevchenko, I'm not a fan. It's Nunez. No one's holding two belts like that. She's the greatest fighter who ever lived. I mean, on paper, I'm, the fact that she holds two belts and, and sits on them is mind-boggling. Right. I and it's hard to you know, like with Shevchenko, I. Personally, going back and if you ask me when it comes to weight class, and because again, it goes to Amanda Nunez is bigger than Shevchenko, but if you take that that weight difference away and they're fighting at the same at the same weight class, I think Shevchenko stylistically is better than Amanda Nunez. Yes, I, I, think agree. Nunez I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. How about Shevchenko and, and Rose? Who's be, who's the better fighter between Shevchenko and Rose? Not who would win. Who's the better fighter? I think Shevchenko. I think Shevchenko is all around the the best female fighter of all time. Yeah, just overall. Rose but, is so special, though, man. She is water. Hey, this, she, this, this so, I keep hey, getting this so call from Walmart. It's so funny. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Walmart, keep They're trying because I'm going to answer eventually. Okay, John, go <laughs> ahead. Um, what were you going to say when I said Rose is water? What were you going to say? What was your response going to be? We're she's just so fluent. Yeah, and in the way that she moves in and out, and she's like, I think the thing about her is, is she she claims to be she's almost like a diaz brother where it's like she's very nervous when she's like talking and she's interviewing and stuff but i think that once she gets in there in the octagon she still has that calm demeanor about her and outside of the andre's fight she's never really put herself in a whole lot of trouble um she just continues to get better and so again i don't think that she could beat a shevchenko I don't even think that she could beat Amanda Nunez at their same at like the same weight, but she is she's very talented. Yeah, very very talented. Michael Lyon says, "Just like us, we have a German exchange student, but we don't hate her because of the bad decisions of Hitler." Michael, it's a little different, uh, and I don't know your historical background, but like my 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 immediate family, my family that's alive, like my it, it was actually running for their life, and like and. So it's a little bit closer than that. It's not like I have German friends and I don't think it's not like I'm like a hardcore Jew and like I'm only here because my parents fucking escaped from Auschwitz. You know what I mean? It's 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 just a little different psychologically. I'm not saying truthfully. I'm just saying psychologically the implications. Has your dad's mentality changed on trick? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he. What's funny is as I was raised like that, and it's it's never like hey hate Turkish people. It's not like that. It's not like. it's just a constant, subtle reminder of, of of the relationship between Turkish people, that word, and Armenian people, that word, and then a constant reminder that I'm Armenian. But yeah, my dad's my dad's like, I don't know if he's a founder or if he runs or he's a part of, but they would host these Turkish Armenian dialogue sessions at um, at my dad's house. Like, I, like you know, by then I had already moved out of college and started smoking weed and partying and. Didn't give a fuck. But, uh, sorry, John. Sorry, I digress. I, we, we start talking about fighting, and I just watched the live viewer count just plummet. I went down like six. Oh, man. Horrible. You fucked up the show. I'm, sorry I'm, about I'm, that. I'm gonna the block, bots I'm going to block you on Instagram and on future calls. I understand it, though. Completely. You're like an ex-girlfriend walking up and talking to me when I'm with my wife. Fucking hate you. You know, if I look like Daniel Brandon and I had pink hair and big breasts and worked out, then you'd have 600 in here. But, you know, that's just the way it all works, right? Yeah, life. So, life. 
All right, last question. Chandler Gates, who you got? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I, I, it looks like I'm going to need to go to barbelljobs.com after this because you've ruined my show. And I'm going to need to get a real job at Barbell Jobs. Oh, okay, so um, <laughs> Chandler Gaethje, uh Chandler. I got Chandler as well. That's definitely a CrossFit buyer. Here, here's who's going to win, I think. Kamara Usman, Rose, Marlon Vera, Shane Burgos, and Michael Chandler. That's not who I want to win, though. Like, I want That's Colby, Coving- I want Colby Covington to win and Frankie Edgar. So do I. But, but they're not going to. Yeah, I want Chandler to Chandler's one I want to win. I want Frankie to win. I'd like to see Colby win. Um, they're not going, you know. Chandler, I think will um, win, but I, for some reason, I feel like that Chandler Gaethje fight. Uh, everybody thinks that it's going to be like fight of the year, and it's going to be this war. I think it ends in the first round, pretty like within a couple minutes. Like I think that Gaethje's going to get himself in trouble, like trying to be who he is Chandler's going to catch him and put him out pretty quickly actually I could be wrong but it's just how I see that fight going yeah a lot and, of these and, like and I like Gaethje too hey this guy who's fighting a middleweight um uh why am I com- and his name's Alex Pereira who am I confusing him with because there's an Alex Pereira or Ferreira or something that I really really like but it, that's not him who's this guy do you see him? He's on the prelim card at the very top. Let me go look. Let me go look. And then Al Iaquintas fighting Bobby Green in the prelim. Yeah. Um, Phil Haas is fighting. But how about um, Edmund Shab- Shabazian is fighting? Dude, it's that fight's going to be crazy. Like, the, the fight, I mean, the card is stacked as a whole. Um, Two Armenians I fighting on this such card. such a weird one to me. Sorry, say because that again. Has, I said Al Iaquinta, he's a weird one to me because he's had so much potential to be great. But I think that he had a he had this like hype going. Then they needed a fill-in fight to fight Khabib. He went the distance with Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, and he, he went did the great. distance yep. with Khabib. Yep. But it's still like after that fight, it was like he was just done for. Like it's like people don't. It's like he he's not on any main cards. He's just like kind of there like he's like a gatekeeper he's like if you beat him then yeah you can move forward um yeah i'm not sure who it is you're talking about who you're confusing him with um alex alex Pereira, alex Pereira. he's the guy who like runs off of the fence the commentators daniel cormier is like a broken fucking record every time this guy fights he's always <laughs> like oh he's wasting energy doing those backflips and doing those sidekicks and yeah you're the like, one that shut up it seems like he's a new. video game yeah, yeah, he's like a video, and, and he's amazing, and he's big, and he's yoked, and he's ripped. Hey, yeah, are, what, are you going to have two TVs on? Are you going to have the Canelo fight on also? I will. Yeah, we'll have them. I mean, I don't really pay attention to the pre, to like the undercard, I guess you'd say, of any boxing matches because boxing doesn't have a fucking clue what they're doing with <laughs> setting up fights. Uh-huh. But they have one main fight, and the rest of it is a bunch of, you know, Boxing, you go, this guy's 30 and 0, and it's like, yeah, because he fought a bunch of fucking duds and like grandparents that he went to a nursing home and fought. Right. And so it's like, they're 30 and 0 is fucking bogus. But we'll put it on because that Canelo plant fight will be 
that'll be one to watch, even though I think Canelo handles him pretty easily. I think Canelo beats him up too, but I really like Caleb Plant's backstory. Man, do you know that about his daughter yeah. dying? Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, and he took the title that he won to her grave site. Yeah. It's hard not to it's hard not to root for him. Yeah. Um but I still, you know, isn't it crazy? You know, there's actually a really something you talked about is like a word like earlier about a word could bother somebody. Yeah. But isn't it crazy? If you watch the press conference between Canelo and plant, um, plant said to Canelo, he just called him like with me and you, if I was to call you a motherfucker, like you're not going to punch me in the face for that. You're going to be like, what'd you say that for? But Canelo took that word the wrong way because where he's from, he just can hear mother. And he thought that he was speaking about his mom. So his first reaction was, I'm going to shove him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was sense? a great yeah, shove, yeah, yeah. too. That was a hard-ass shove. Oh, it was. And then it was a great um, Bob and Weave from when Plant threw a hand at him, and then he split Plant open. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, in hit, a lot of he, trouble, hit, he hit Plant three times with open palm strikes, dude. With open palm strikes. I hated that. Open. I hated the fact that he schooled <laughs> Caleb like that. Schooled him. God, I yeah, hate I that when Plant my guy gets to go back to up. training, yo. Yeah. He has to go back to training and go, fuck, he's really fast. Yeah. Right, yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you go, man. So that Walmart or Kmart or whoever the fuck wants to call you can call in. All right. Thanks for calling, John. All right, man. Take care. Okay. Bye. Uh, I didn't even read the story that um that he sent me. I actually took a screenshot of it, I think, and I was going to read it on the air. I know you guys are tired of hearing about the UFC. I'm just a nut about it. Uh, what it say here? Let's see if I have a good screenshot. Oh, so here's the story that John sent me this morning. He said, crazy story about Colby Covington. That's one of the fighters that's fighting this evening. When he first got signed to the UFC, he was a nice, humble guy, but he was a wrestler with a very small striking background. The UFC came to him and said, this next fight, you're going to get cut because we already have enough humble wrestlers. Well, this next fight was against Damian Maya, where he went and won and went out and called the Brazilian crowd filthy animals and all. Then the UFC decided to keep him because he then became the heel. And I remember that. And it was nuts. And I don't think Colby Covington can ever go back to Brazil and fight. Basically, he was in San Paulo, or was it Rio? But anyway, it was a, it was a sold-out arena. And after he beat up one of their national heroes, he basically told the Brazilians that, like, hey, you know, most fighters will be like, hey, um, thank you for having me and hosting me in this country. And they say all this nice shit. He said, fuck this place. He actually said it's a dump. He said Brazil's a dump. And uh, and the crowd started like throwing shit at him and and just went crazy. Um, yeah, he's, but 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 um, he he has. If you're impressed by metabolic capacity, this this guy has an engine like no other. Uh, there was an artist I heard yesterday for the first time I had never heard before. I I don't know what kind of music I would even say it is. It's beautiful music, and his name is Jimmy Levy. If you guys want to hear some good music, I wonder if I can find him on YouTube real quick. I wonder if I'll get in trouble if I play his music. Jimmy Levy. And I actually, actually asked him to be on the show. Let me see. Uh, so he has a song here. Yeah, it's J-I-M-M-Y Levy. And I think the, 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 big, the big song, let's see. It's called This Is War. This is Okay, the the opening line is "This is a war on religion," but anyway, you should check him out. I wonder if can I screen share this? His name is Jimmy Levy, J I M M Y 
L-E-V-Y. You should check him out on Instagram and just listen to some of his songs. His voice, man, he is angelic. And then if you're into rap, I also recommend you check out Harry Mack. He basically is a freestyle rapper, and um, I would recommend checking out some of his YouTube videos. Some of the stuff he does is pretty remarkable. He basically just freestyles um, in large crowds and incorporates what he sees in front of him. And there's a particular video where there's people in line. It looks like for a museum or a movie or a concert. And he walks down the line of people and is just spitting bars and just incorporating everything he sees. And it is, uh, it's, it's, it's magical. I got to cross these things off as I talk about them. So I don't bring them up again. Jimmy Levy. Uh, we talked about uh, the Pfizer superheroes. They have a cartoon out um, telling kids that if they take the injection, they're superheroes. There's no such thing as superheroes. Anything you do in the, on this planet while you're here to try to make yourself a superhero will also compromise you and make you weaker also. Just be you. Just do, just be you. Just do CrossFit. General physical preparedness. We talked about the effectiveness of preventing infection. There is There is no such thing. Just build your own immune system. Um, there was a, there was a comment here. I had Emily Abbott on bring on Pavel. I'll skip his last name. Very interesting input on anti glycotic training, AGT game changer. Okay. Um, it's funny. Someone told me the other day to get him on and they're like, I think you can get him." And I, I was offended by that. <laughs> um, uh, I want to check, show you guys this this comment. Let's see if I can find it. Your channel. It was a comment someone made on the. I I usually don't mind. I I actually don't mind any comment. Say like say say what you want. Um, they're really just fodder for response and for more content for the show. Um, but this comment. Sexual relationship. Oh wow! This has. This has, uh, I can't believe how many comments this has. Is Emily still crossfitting? Um, bunch of uh, sex ones. Uh, what a shitty podcast. Oh, goodness. This is, oh, here it is. Here it is. The name, the lady's name is Emily Gurkick. And I don't mean to be, uh, yes, I do. And uh, I'm being very judgmental, but by looking at her picture, you can see she has, some personal issues um, in, in the same way that, you know, if someone has like nose rings or the big holes in their ears or just tattoos all over the place, you know, that they have some like pathology, right? Something's going on with this chick. But anyway, she says, Oh goodness. This is some goop conspiracy theory craziness. The, the, if I were to sum up the premise of the podcast I had with, um, uh, Emily Abbott, it, it was that you, oh, the biggest picture is that everyone should do self-work on themselves. Now, if you're just distracted by the fact that she was talking specifically about the vagina, I get it. You're, you're just, you're just small minded. I don't mean that in a negative way. I do, do not mean that in a negative way. There's just small minded people and there's big minded people. And then there's people who can go between both, right? Small minded and big minded. They can do focus and scope, but you're just a small minded person. If that's all you saw, you can't, you can't, you can't see the bigger picture. It's like you're the person who looks at the ground and only picks up the fruit on the ground and never looks up and sees the tree where it's coming from, never acknowledges that it's sun and water that, that, that makes the whole thing go around. I get it. We need people like you who just look down at the ground and pick up fruit. I get it. 
But she says, oh, oh, goodness, this is some goop conspiracy theory craziness. Then on the bigger picture of it being about using your vagina to 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 work on yourself, the bigger picture is, is just to use your awareness on your body instead of on the outside world. So instead of like looking at the outside world, let's say you're looking at a flower and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. It's just to put your awareness, like um, tactile awareness on you. That's all it was. It was, it was, it was a 90 minute discussion um, to, to cultivate self-awareness and, and watch what happens. The same thing that you would get smart. If you watched a bird fly back and forth in your backyard, you would learn something. You'd be like, oh, he's building a nest. Oh, he only uses these kind of twigs. Oh, when he takes off, he always takes off facing towards the sun. Oh, he notices the cat, but he's not afraid because the cat's 30 feet away. Oh, when the cat comes within 10 feet away, the, the bird does. Like you'll start putting together analysis and understanding of how things work. This podcast was just about using your attention on yourself. And she calls it, conspiracy theory craziness and what you're seeing is is a remarkable defensiveness to to work on yourself to be open-minded enough to to tinker with yourself and 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 then when i look at her and i see the way she has her haircut and the way she presents herself it is it is stereotypically a perfect it's a it's a it's a museum quality specimen of someone who would be offended and bothered by anything that they already didn't understand. It's just it's remarkable. I recommend you like go look at the picture and and this is how prejudice is formed. Now like everyone I see who has that haircut, I'm like, yeah, I mean, like there's a con- there's a consistent element there. So, um yeah, it's uh it's um hey, I mean and you could go you could go here too. What a shitty podcast and the guy's name is Mahmoud Alzard. Well yeah, you uh, extremely prejudiced here. Extremely prejudiced. I'm okay with it though. Uh your name is Mahmoud Alzard. Uh, 90% of the people probably with the name Mahmoud covered their women. They're not even allowed to know they have a vagina. You cover their fucking heads. Of course you think this is fucking bizarre. I mean but but when you have to write this stuff on YouTube you should know that the rest of us know that it's you pushing back from opening your eyes. So someone's like you walk around like this with your like binoculars on and someone's like, hey, take the binoculars down and look to the left. You'll see something amazing. And they're they're so tempted, but they don't want to put their binoculars down. And instead, they want to call you a fucking asshole and tell you that what's what's going on to the side doesn't exist. And it's like, no, actually, it does exist. And it's you guys just pushing back. You can push back. Just be honest about it. I'm not interested in self-work. I like I like I like only looking down at the ground and picking fruit off the ground. I mean, do you, the it's the line that it's the it's 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 the it's the dishonesty in these posts that that's so disappointing. Not not in what they say. It's like someone said um, a, a woman made a post on her Instagram, and it said um, she posted this. I don't even know her, and she said um, Sevon asked. Um, Sevon's a basically a creepy scumbag who asked um, Haley Adams about um, uh, waxing, and um, he's a misogynist. And I've watched him make at least five to ten athletes uncomfortable. You went from me talking to someone about grooming to me being a misogynist. That, by the way, I had to look that word up. I mean, I know I, I know what it means, but I looked it up just to make sure it's someone who hates women. How did you make that leap now? So I blasted her, by the way, 
I blasted her. I went to her Instagram. I, 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 I should post the pictures so you can see them. But soon as you see the pictures of her, you will see who hates women. It's not me. You will see who hates women. But my point being is, is if she would have said, hey, um, you know, I personally find it inappropriate for a 49-year-old man to speak to a 21-year-old woman about her grooming um, uh, unless he is um, gay or he's a professional groomer, um, then it is okay. But but that's just how I stand. I'd be like, okay, I get it. I get it. I feel you. Thanks for sharing your perspective. But she didn't. She attacked me for something that that, that she projected onto me that, that's hers. So I'd, I'm not going to take that bullying. Those days are over. I will not be bullied. I will not be bullied. Here's what's even thing. It's not that I care about being bullied. I'm going to take the opportunity to show you guys every time I'm bullied how to fight back. If you call me a racist, I know I'm not a racist, and I will push back. If you call me a short, big-nosed bastard, I know I'm a short, big-nosed bastard, and I will not push back. And some of you were like, hey, Sevon, you're better than that. Why are you attacking or take the moral high ground? You are so right. I am so much better than that. But sometimes when I see a trampoline, I can't help but go over there and do a backflip. And 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 I'm I'm going to use my platform that if someone bullies me like that, I'm going to show you how to fight back. And I'm going to enjoy it. And I and I apologize if I hurt that lady's feelings. I really do. But but I had to fuck her up and I mashed her. Not not with name calling, by just pointing out truths. I point out the fat peace and love to everyone. Lexville. Yes. Um, I just point out the truth. I showed pictures of her and I showed some, I took some screenshots from her Instagram. I was like, Hey, do you think it's me who hates women? Or do you think it's her who hates women? Oh, I will. And, and like I said, I, I said, I, I will not be bullied, but like I, I will be bullied. I don't mind being bullied, but I'm going to take that opportunity in this current age and era of, of, of bullying and use it to show you like, Hey, this is, it's, it's okay. You can stand up. I'm going to read you one more post and then I'm going to take my kids skateboarding. So, uh, someone sent this to me. Hey, Sevon, I'm a huge fan of yours. One of the reasons I'm a huge fan is that you speak your mind with no fear of what others might think. That's not true, by the way. I do care what others think. Or being politically incorrect. I'm, and it's not that I'm trying to be politically incorrect. I just, I've never had a good... I don't know what the reason is, but I'm a huge advocate for people being unapologetically themselves, and I think that's you. I hope you will take that as a compliment. I'm curious if you know that you are pretty heavily censored on this app. He's regard he's speaking of Instagram. I didn't even know you had an Instagram. I listen to your podcast on Spotify all the time. I had to search your hand handle letter for letter to find your account and the app gave me a misinformation warning when I tried to follow your account. I'm fully aware of this. This has been going on for months and months and months and months. By the way, that's not the Sevon Rinsta that you see here that's banned. This is my the the account that I have written here, the Sevon Rinsta is um S E V A N R I N S T A. That's like I guess my backup account. I don't know what you would call that. But but I, there's a at Sevon Matosian that has like 90 plus thousand followers that basically when I post stuff on it, no one sees it. That's the one that's shadow banned. And if you try to follow me on that account, they'll they'll send you a note saying this guy's a fucking liar or something like that. Anyway, okay, so I continue. Anyway, the point is I would love to know if this has been a battle you have dealt with for a while or if it's new to you. No, it's it's, it's for a year. 
And now, and because, because I'm, because I'm against, because I'm against racism and anti-racism because I understand the mechanism of the brain and they both prop up hate. And because I'm against homophobia and anti-homophobia because I recognize the mechanism of the brain that props up homophobia. I'm just, I'm against, uh, against isn't even the right word. I'm not for the proliferation of hate. Um, and, and, and Instagram is Instagram is 100% for the proliferation of hate. You, you, you want to see the craziest post ever follow their CEO or president. I forget what his title is. His name is like most, most, M O S S E R I. It's like Hitler incarnate. It's nuts. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think he knows what he's doing. The, 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 the separation and horribleness he spews okay anyway the point is i would love to know if this has been a battle you have dealt with for a while or if it's new to you and how you plan to handle it considering your livelihood depends on people consuming your content this is what i wanted to address my livelihood you're so you're you're so don't get me which is fine my livelihood depends on my, my ability to breathe that's it. I know what you think you're trying to say, but there's you you couldn't be you uh, um there's so many things I could point at but just in in the, in the most concrete way. Like I I was I was I was homeless for 2 years. I lived in a car for another 5 years. There's nothing like I it doesn't matter if I um lose my Instagram account. There's no I don't make any money from my Instagram account. I never have uh, um I don't operate like that. You're, 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 you're the presuppositions are. I'm not like that at all. Zero, 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 zero. There's no, there's no, that being said, please. Um, uh, I, 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 I do think that if you do want a job and you do want to make money, you should go to barbelljobs.com. These guys are my sponsor. And all I'm going to do with the money is is use it to hire someone to help me with social media and hopefully hire someone to help me with the show so I can push the show. I don't need anything from the show. I don't need anything from my social media. I actually wish that uh, part of me wishes that I would get canceled from all this shit so I could go back to just spending all my time with my kids. Like I, this is there's you're 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 there's nothing. There nothing depends on anything except the fact that I can breathe and get some food for my kids. I get up at fucking six in the morning so I can start the show at seven in the morning so that when my wife is done with the school with the kids, I can play with them all day. That's it. That's all that matters. This show costs me money. I don't make money from this. Every hour I go, because I do so many shows, I pay this crazy hosting fee. This software, StreamYard, costs $500. There's there's no, there's no, no, you don't. I'm like dirt. I'm not like um, I'm not like a regular person. I'm just a person. Okay, I would love to hear your thoughts on how. And, and I, I'm trying not to. I could do a whole hour, but those of you who listen to the show know know who. Like you figured out my game, what I'm playing, what I'm doing, how I'm. I only feel really an obligation to do most of this when I dig down into it and to talk and to post this shit is because, because I have kids. If I didn't, if I was like 25 years old, I'd be living in my car right now, just fucking cruising from college campus to college campus, collecting girlfriends and just raging and partying. I'd be working out and kissing girls, but I'm not, I'm not in that place. And I wouldn't care that the world's falling apart. 
but I'm not. I'm 49 years old and I have three little boys and I want them to grow up in a happy, safe world where they're super capable and where their peers are smart, open, kind people also. And that's not the direction of the world. So I've just chosen to spoke up and, and, and run this route. Stop these stupid things like diversity, equity, inclusivity, like stop, st stop the hate. That's, I mean, that, that that's all I'm doing. It's, it's so simple, but I have nothing to lose except my, 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 the only thing I care about is my kids and my wife. I would love to hear your thoughts on how people who have similar issues can deal with the problem with, without just being banned from every social media platform on the market. Yeah, I don't know. And that's a fair question, man, because I don't know because I'm not afraid and because I've saved up a little bit of money and because I'm independently wealthy now to some extent, I, and I've learned to really, really live frugally. I, I feel comfortable if I would like, what would I do if I was a nurse and they were forcing me to get the injection and they wanted me to like hate white people and think they were the devil or I'm going to lose my job. Oh shit. And, and I had three kids. Yeah, it's tough, man. I don't know. I'm not claiming to have that kind of integrity, but I'm, but I have an obligation from where I stand. I'm standing at the top of a cliff and I see the bad guys and I'm going to throw rocks at them. Not, not because I'm in any danger personally, but because I just have that obligation because I just have a good spot on the cliff. And I know the rest of you guys, some of you guys are down there with them and, and you need someone to throw rocks at them. Sevon, would you ever homestead? Then you would totally be in control of the food for your kids. I don't know what that means, but like I really, really, really want to get like 40 chickens. And uh, my, my wife is like, you know, no matter how many times I tell her that I will do all the work and take care of them, she knows that that is a fucking lie and I won't do shit. And uh, so she won't let me get them. I know that contradicts all the stuff I chest pounding. I do that. I'm the man of the house, but I can't help it. I am the fucking man of the house. But my wife won't let me get chickens. Here it is. Walmart. Here it is. Here it is. Let's see. Oh my goodness. You are at Walmart. You're at Walmart. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm trying to get a hold of Brenda. Oh, Brenda. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I think she's on aisle six. Can you hold on one minute? Aisle six. Who's this? Oh, she is in the store? She is definitely in the store. Who is this? Who are we speaking to? Uh, this is the manager. Manager? What manager? This is the man. You were, you were calling, you're calling from the Walmart store in, uh, New Orleans and, um, and you're calling the Walmart store in, uh, New York city, correct? That is no. We're in Yuma, Arizona. We're in Yuma, Arizona. Oh, I apologize. Oh, how is Yuma? How is Yuma? I had Jorge Ventura on the show yesterday. Yuma sounds gnarly. You might be thinking of a different new. We we talking about Arizona where it's hot, right? Yeah, we're talking about Arizona by the border. Yuma is not gnarly. If you got some like quads and you know can and stuff like that, then yeah, Yuma's pretty solid. Oh, you okay. go off to the dunes and all that stuff. You live in the dream. How come when you call me, it says you're calling from Walmart? Because we are calling from Walmart. Who? So you're the manager of a Walmart? Yes, yes. All right, so we're calling from the Walmart, the store's phone. All right, we're the overnight coaches. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so we're the overnight coaches, and that's what we're – apparently we got some, some – someone um in, or, uh, applied to that store or to our store Yes. by the name of Brenda. So that's what we're trying to figure out. 
So that's what we're doing. But anyway, Yuma's not that cool, man. I mean, I got a pool, so it's nice and sweet, but it's about 120 degrees all the time, bro. Wait a second. What's your what's your what what's your um role at Walmart? What do you do? I'm a coach. You're a coach at Walmart. What kind of coach at Walmart? I'm an overnight coach. What kind of manager are you? I'm I'm not. I was lying to you. Wait. So um. Uh, and you're, so you coach people like how to like to stock the shelves and like how to behave or like what do you mean you coach? Oh shit. Sevon, what do you think about the media making Aaron Rodgers out to be a bad guy because he chose not to get vaccinated and tested? I don't know who Aaron Rodgers is. Is that the dude that uh, that the NASCAR girl's banging? What was her name? I would see her at the game sometimes. She's like really tiny. She was she was uh she had the she was a NASCAR. What the fuck is that girl's name? Danica 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 Kirkpatrick Kilpatrick. Darn it. I don't know who that is. I but I think I, I think I know him because she used to sleep with him or something. I don't know. I don't know these things. Um, want to become famous? Buy followers and viewers on bigfollows.com. Um, can, can I become rich? Uh, Danica Patrick. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. Someone tell me QB for the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. I would have to look up the story. I don't know. Maybe Hobart will do it. Oh, my goodness. You know what Hobart told me? He told me we're not doing the news this week because he's so overwhelmed with how much work he has. And, you know, at first I was like, Hobart, what's the real reason? Like, do you just not want to do the show with me anymore? And and uh, he said, um, no, no, he really is busy. And he told me all the shit he's busy with. Would you ever do podcasts with your life? It's so funny. My wife was just on a podcast. And I... I haven't posted so recently. I posted a picture of my wife on my Instagram, and then and I, which I don't do a lot, and I don't really include my wife in my like world that I share with you guys. And uh, can I fill in? Would you do? Would, uh, <laughs> would you do the? Um, would you do the news, Brandon? Anyway, yes, I will have my wife. I need to have my wife. I told my wife yesterday after I – and then she was on a podcast, and I was listening to it, and I was like, what an idiot I am. I need to have my wife on the podcast so you guys can like just – one, you can see us interact and how she handles me. It's pretty It's it's pretty remarkable, I think. And two, it's like, it's like juggling balls that are on fire. And uh, two, um, she – to hear her talk about our kids, about how she um, – how she decided, like she decided we were going to have kids. She basically decides all that stuff. And so it's, it's pretty cool. And I like how she decides. I'd like how she handles it and does all that. It's, 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 it's awesome. Uh, ESPN is the worst. E, ESPN, whoever is running that ship over there, they are the worst. If, if ESPN did to Armenians the the the, I, the way I identify with Armenians the what they do to people with melanated skin I would they would be in danger I I could not tolerate that Do you know recently there was a guy I saw the story on Instagram someone kidnapped his daughter and this guy killed the kidnapper and this Instagram account was celebrating that. And the comments were interesting because it was like, hey, we shouldn't be celebrating killing people. And I saw both sides of it. But I will say this, regardless of where you fall on on, on, on revenge or hurting people, um, if you do something to someone's daughter, you, you should expect the worst. Like, if, like if, if, 
Like if you did something to my kids and then you woke up in the middle of the night and you were tied down and I was pouring gasoline on you, like you should expect that. I'm I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying like there's there is nothing. Pick the most gruesome, vile thing you could do to someone, and that's what you should expect if you hurt someone's kids. Like that's the only thing. Like once you have kids, you're just programmed at every level to protect them and to defend them and to make sure that that whatever happens to them doesn't happen to them bad happen to them, happen to them again. And so that's the fight, right? Because they fall on one hand, they fall down and you want to run over and help them, but you can't, you have to, but you shouldn't. Um, that's why all these people who are like forcing injections on kids or these people who are telling um, their kids that they're white supremacists, like you were doing bad stuff to people's kids and eventually something very bad is going to happen. Like none, like I would never, or like putting masks on kids, like you would never, you could never, my threshold. So something happened to me yesterday. I'll tell you, I have to go. Anyway, yesterday I was crossing the street and I was with a big crowd of people. I was with probably, let's say a thousand people and we were marching. It was a, it was a stop the mandate march. A bunch of fucking weirdos. It sucks that there's so many weirdos on my side of the fence. But anyway, so um, we were marching and, and we weren't, we were, we were on the sidewalk. We weren't in the street, but when, when you're walking in a group that, that big, as you, we were crossing a street and we all didn't make it across as the light, it, 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 we all didn't make it across. We all didn't fit on the, on the sidewalk. And so as my kids and I are coming across this lady in a Cadillac, dope Cadillac, brand new turned and got close to my kids. And when I mean close, I mean 10 feet in her car. And it was an old lady. And she goes, and I screamed at her. She had her window down. She she had, she was already, you could tell, being hostile. Like she was bothered that she had to wait like eight seconds for us to push up onto the sidewalk to make the right-hand turn. And as she came within 10 or 15 feet of my kids as she made the turn, I yelled. And she slammed on her brakes. And someone who was with the group said, hey, this is a peaceful march. And I'm thinking in my head, there, there'll be nothing peaceful about it. There's nothing ever, anything peaceful about it, anything anyone does that comes that even makes me think that my kids are in danger nothing if you cannot defend your kids you are worthless if you cannot stand up for your kids you are worthless you 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 should be really really maybe that's the only thing you should think of before you have kids when my my sister had a stroke she's okay now and I don't remember, I've told this story before, if it was my mom or my dad, but I was with one of them and we're standing there in the hospital and they said, oh, wow, it really is true. And I said, what? And they go, I've been sitting here praying that, um, I don't know who they were praying to. Let's just say God, that God take my life and to make sure that your sister lives. I was never sure if it was true as a parent. I didn't know if it was just rhetoric I said that I would give my life for my kid, but I'm willing to do it right now. And I'm like, holy shit. And uh, it, it, it's, it's uh, can't really explain it. It makes no sense. I'm not defending it to make sense. No one should want to give their life for anybody. But so I don't know where I was going with that. Don't hurt kids, man. Do not hurt kids. There's no, there's no, there's no qualification for it. I'm not having the discussion. I'm willing to have the discussion. I'm, a, I, I would have racist friends. I would have anti-Semitic friends. I would have friends who hate Armenians. I would have friends who think it's okay to eat dogs. I would, I would like 
whatever. Like I'll have any kind, like I have friends, I would have friends that do a lot of shit. I'm not, and I, and I'm willing to t- t- even discuss any of those things. You want to eat poop for a living? Like, fine. I'm, you could be my friend. I'm willing to, I don't know if friends the right word, but I'm willing to talk to you and open, be open with you and love you and hear, hear your side. I am not willing to have the discussion about hurting kids under any circumstance. I'm closed minded there. Zero. But Sevon, everyone on the planet over 70 is going to die if we don't do this. I don't care if one kid has to get hurt. Let them die. I don't care. Sorry. I, can't, I don't, don't care. And my, I don't want to have the conversation. I'm not. not. But Sevon, we saved. But 8 million people of the 7 billion on the planet, we can save them if we just force the injection. If we just shut down the earth for two years. Well, how many kids are going to get molested by, by locking kids down in their homes for two years? How many more molestations are going to happen? One? Nope. Sorry. Let those people die. No hurting kids. Zero. That's where I stand. All right, guys. Love you. Uh, Didn't mean to live on a dark note. Uh, Be good. Have fun. Life is dope. Enjoy your life today. Uh, Don't eat added sugar if you can help it. Don't eat refined carbohydrates. That's where everything comes, starts, and stems from. Good job, Scott. You demand, buddy. You demand. Be compassionate with yourself. Accept your flaws. You don't even have to change them. You have to accept them, and things will be great. Love you guys. Peace. Ian Gary, I can't believe you didn't come on the show. You dropped the ball, brother.